Amber and Tanner On Demand on Froggy 92.9. Hey, like a surgeon, getting for the very first time. Have you ever had a memorable surgery or even a procedure? Luke Bryan's wife, Caroline, recently underwent hip surgery. She posted pictures and videos from the Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee and said, quote, well... Unexpected hip surgery, but I got the best care and surrounded by the most selfless friends ever. Oh, and that's so sweet. Seems like she's gonna be just fine. Yeah. But Amber, do you have you ever had surgery? Do you have any memorable stories from a surgery or any type of medical procedure? Maybe it's somebody that you know. Yeah, I've never had surgery before. The only surgery I've had is to get my wisdom teeth removed, and I've had an endoscopy before. Um, but I, I, I mean. Honestly, they weren't that memorable. I think that when I was getting my wisdom teeth removed, I woke up a little bit and I moved my hand. Whoa. And the doctor said I was very, like, you know, expressive with my hands during <laughs> during the surgery. Uh, but that's really all I remember. I, you know, I, I, I wish I had a great story. I don't. Well, it's fortunate for you that you <laughs> haven't had to deal with any surgeries yet. Isn't it yet. crazy? I'm, re- I'm really lucky. I've had two surgeries. In my lifetime, I've had one on my hand because I shattered every bone in my hand. And I had one on my knee because I actually grew a tumor in my kneecap. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So I have a giant scar on my leg around my knee. And when I had my knee surgery, I was 14 or 15 when I had that one. And I was on quite a bit of medicine. And when they, you know, wheeled me out of the hospital, I had crutches and I refused any help on the crutches. I went, no, I got this. You kidding me? And I slipped on the crutches and fell. Oh my gosh. I've been on crutches before and they're not fun. No. I, I literally hope I never have to be on crutches again. Ashley from Nevada, <laughs> what is your procedure story? August 1st, I had two total knee replacements at oh the same gosh. time. I rode a bike a mile at two weeks. Nice. I was out mowing my yard at three. At, at the very first time I got on a bike at physical therapy, they said, oh, you won't be able to put, pedal around it. And I rode a mile. I'm like, this is not, nothing. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9. Have you ever peeked at a Christmas gift? Maybe you accidentally saw something you were supposed to get for the holidays. So the holidays are here. Figured it's time for some Christmas confessions. What do you think, Tanner? I am down. Okay, good. I'm ashamed, <laughs> but I am down. I am also ashamed. I have a deep, dark confession. Uh, that's just been on my mind, weighing on my chest ever since I was a little girl. And that is because I peeked at my Christmas gifts once. <gasps> How dare I'm you? I'm really sorry, Mom and Dad. They probably knew that I did it. You deserve lumps <laughs> of coal for the rest of your life. For <laughs> the rest of my life. For the rest of your life. I don't know. That's a little too far. <laughs> but I went in my Mom and Dad's bedroom. I think I originally went in there to get something out of the bedroom for them. But I noticed while I was in there, bags of what looked like and were definitely Pokemon items. Man. And I didn't try to, like, you know, look away or run out of the room or anything. My nosy butt went on over there and looked through all the bags. And there were all my Christmas gifts full of Pokemon cards, Pokeballs, all the Pokemon things. And then I ran out and pretended like I didn't see anything. And Do Christmas, your parents know it all? I, I don't know. Christmas Day came and I opened up and I tried to pretend like I was, you know, so surprised. And I was like, I'm an actor. 
actress. I did it. They have no idea. I'm going to call Keith and Nikki and let them know. I feel like they they looked at each other that day. Maybe I was just being paranoid and they were like, nah, she already knew what she was getting. Something's you know? up with Amber. <laughs> She's I'm, not a, excited to catch them all like she usually is. <laughs> have you ever done this? Did you do this when you were a kid? Do you ever look, peek or look at Christmas gifts? You know, my brother Ryan was a phenomenal athlete when we were kids. But he was even more phenomenal when it came to finding out what we got for Christmas before Christmas. Ooh. You know what he would do? And uh, truly, it's a it's a work of art. He should have been an investigator of some sort. He would take the tape, put it under his fingernail a little bit, and just slide it. And oh, he would yeah. see what it is. And he would do that around the whole present without unwrapping it because my mom did a great job wrapping. There's no way to unwrap it, then wrap it again. Oh, my God. And he would said, well, do you want to know your list? And I'd go... My list, what are you talking about? Your Christmas list, dummy. <laughs> and then so he would tell me every single year for probably five or six years what I got for Christmas every year. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Well, we've got Tara from Roner Park on the phone. Uh, Tara, you said you have a Christmas confession from your childhood. When we were maybe 12 or 13, somewhere in that ballpark, my brother got really slick and thought he could use his um, pocket knife and cut open the packages and retape them. Yeah. And he did. And I got mad because he told me what I got. So I went and told mom and dad, and he got everything that he had that day and not a thing on Christmas. Up is Curtin Mall with Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber, I want to say thank you because you unlocked a childhood memory for me the other day. You brought up the PBS show Zaboomafu. Hey, hey, you and Zaboomafu. Come along and see what's there. They're doing the things that animals do. I totally forgot that show existed. It seems like it was a fever dream, but Zabumafu was great. I'm I'm really surprised that you remember it. I thought maybe it was a little before your time. No, I used to watch the show with my brother all the time, and I brought up the show to my girlfriend last night, and I said, Amber reminded me that Zabumafu existed. Did you ever watch that show, you know, with the monkey? And she looked at me a little bit puzzled, and she said, Tanner, that was a lemur. Oh, well, a lemur is a monkey. It's a primate. So yeah. You're not wrong. It is a monkey. Yeah, but she's straight me out a little bit <laughs> <laughs> and by the way if you, if you can't remember what Zabumafu is just check out a YouTube clip of it. it it was an old PBS show in the late 90s early 2000s yeah so apparently I can't identify animal species from children's TV shows <laughs> so right now on the show we're gonna play a game called name the children's show animal so Amber I'm gonna name an animated TV show character and you got to guess what kind of animal it is. I oh have gosh. an A, B, and C option. Okay, let's do it. All right, here's number one. What kind of animal was Arthur? Was Arthur A, a bear, B, an anteater, or C, an aardvark? He was an aardvark. That is absolutely correct. Right on the money. Uh, so according to study.com, anteaters and aardvarks are similar looking animals that are actually different species. Okay. There's my very delayed correct ding right there. <laughs> I love All right, here's number two. Speedy Gonzalez from Looney Tunes. A, a mouse. B, a cheetah. Or C, a honey badger. Uh, I believe Speedy was a mouse. That is correct. All right, here's number three. Goofy from Disney. A, a boar. B, a dog. Or C, a cow. Goofy was a dog. That is right on the money. Yeah. Again, so it was, <laughs> what was the other one? The actual dogs? 
What was the dog's name? The dog? The dog dog. Oh, I have no idea. Did I, oh my gosh, why can't I think of it? Anyway. We'll report back okay. <laughs> on Froggy 92.9. Again, we are playing Name the Children's Show Animated Animal. What about Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? A, a pony. B, a zebra. Or C, a donkey. Eeyore was a donkey or is a donkey. That is correct. They actually took his name from the phonetic spelling of the sound a donkey makes. Oh, I didn't know that. Eeyore. Eeyore. <laughs> All right, here's the final one. If you get a perfect five out of five, Starbucks on me after the show. Sandy from SpongeBob SquarePants. A, a squirrel. B, a rabbit. Or C, a chipmunk. I think Sandy was a chipmunk. That is uh, Sandy the squirrel. Sw- squirrel, that makes sense. But she's brown. <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. We're opening up a page from Amber's dream journal. That's me. That's my journal. Uh, So this is an entry from Tuesday, November 15th. And I wrote in my journal, Last night, I had a dream. Nicole and I were having a little get-together at our apartment. And an unnamed, unfaced friend left their baby with us. And they never came back. We went to the store, got formula and diapers. We don't know how to take care of a baby. I hope this never actually happens. Whoa. (laughs) What a strange dream. And when you wake up from that dream, you're like, what in the world does that mean? Is there a baby in here? (laughs) No. Yeah. It was super super strange. Uh, And the baby was pretty cute. But I was like, like, cool. What are we going to do? What are we going to do with this baby? Do Do we take it to the fire station? Like, you know, like in movies? Yeah. Do, do we call someone? Who do we call? <laughs> do they have a little tag on them like dogs that say return yeah. here if missing? Exactly. No. Uh, that's a very strange dream. What does it mean? Well, thankfully I got my Radio Shack dream interpreter here in the studio. Man, we had to dust it off. We hadn't brought that out in a while. Seriously. We, we had to find it. Yeah, we had to grab it out of a box and <laughs> plug it in and find a plug in. It was a mess. So this is what the dream interpreter says. Okay. Dream about being left with a baby is a symbol for your tendency to please others and put their needs in front of your own. There is something important that you need to say and get out. Your dream symbolizes exploration of your subconscious. You will overcome the obstacles in your life by continuing to struggle and utilizing your wisdom. Oh, great. Or dreaming of an abandoned baby can also mean that you are afraid of having a baby or you are sure you are unable to care for a child. Yeah, I think maybe the last one. You think that I, resonates? I, yeah, I don't say that I put my needs in front of other people all the time. You were talking about the other day how, you know, motherhood, you don't know how moms do it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's why I probably have this dream. Amber and when song comes Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Heard of Facebook? Facebook. It's called Facebook. Find you on Facebook. Hey, I'm on Facebook. Facebook is a joke. Have you ever made a critical error buying something secondhand on Facebook Marketplace? Maybe it's Craigslist or OfferUp? Or do you have an online purchase that you later regretted? So I checked out Facebook Marketplace over the weekend and I check it from time to time and I found something crazy. I found a $10 Dyson vacuum in Petaluma. And I was like, oh my God, this is the deal of a lifetime. 
You know, I messaged the person, scheduled a pickup time, got in my car, did my seatbelt, and I looked at the picture, and I don't know what inside me said, Tanner, look at it again. But I'm glad I did because I didn't read the description very well. And the post said Dyson Play Vacuum. No. And Amber, I sent you a picture. It looks like a Dyson vacuum. Anyone would think it's a normal vacuum, but there's colorful beads inside of it. And it's just one of those kids' vacuums. It also looks tiny. <laughs> I didn't even think about that when I was looking at it. I was just like, whoa, what a steal. Why is it $10? That's, that seems expensive. Right? But I don't know how much kids' toys are, so I, I say that. I, I truly don't know how much children's yeah. toys are. So, so, so you didn't buy it? No, I didn't buy it. It wouldn't, uh, wouldn't just, have been a cool toy for me, you to have around the house? Weird. Just message the owner. I was like, uh, hey, I am so sorry. I misinterpreted what it what this is. And she goes, you're the 10th person that thought that I was selling a $10 normal vacuum. It says toy right there. It says play. I didn't read it. Play. I feel so silly. Uh, but, you know, I, I canceled it and hopefully someone has the Dyson Kids vacuum. But Amber, have you ever made an online purchase that you later regretted? Yeah, I bought like this nautical telescope off of eBay once and I thought it was like legit. It's not legit. No. Yeah, I still have it. It looks cool, <laughs> but it's just like it doesn't work. And I mean, why would it work? I'm not out on the sea like searching for buried treasure. <laughs> you could I'm be. trying to look at my neighbors. <laughs> yeah. See what they're up to. I don't need this nautical telescope. I don't know. Mandy from Windsor bought her car on Craigslist. Mandy, what happened? I bought a minivan. I paid four grand for it, and it was paid off in full. Six weeks after I bought it, every single light came on in that thing. Oh, no. Like, pretty much all but, like, one light. The whole dashboard was just lit up, like, six weeks after I bought it, and I couldn't do anything because I had it paid in full. Here we go! It's a brand new day. Wake up. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. So would you want to be picked for jury duty? My fiance Cole got a jury summons for this week and he ended up getting dismissed, which he was really happy about. He was there for basically five hours waiting to get picked. And he was like, oh, thank gosh. I had so much stuff to do. So he didn't get assigned to a case or he doesn't have to go back. Yeah. So they they do tell you a little bit about the case and then you have to fill out some paperwork and answer some questions and then you know they go based off of that whether or not you'll actually be on the jury I was like dang I would have wanted to be on the jury you're kidding well you know I find the whole process fascinating I sound, I sound like such a dork I find the whole process fascinating <laughs> you know I think we you know are pretty privileged to live in a country where we have this type of civic system in place. You know, it's like our civic duty to be on a jury or, you know, whatever. I was kind of going with that. And plus, I find true crime fascinating as well. Yeah, you're like, I don't need to listen to my podcast about (laughs) crime this week. I'm getting all the juice in (laughs) person. real life now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So it's kind of my dream to do it. But what about you, Tanner? No, I do not want to do jury duty. (laughs) And I respect people like you that do because it is a duty at the end of the day and everyone's got to do it at some point in their lives. I've never been selected, but my fear would be is I would get assigned to a case where I have to go once a week and go over and over and over again because our friend Danny, who we work with here, had to go every Thursday or something like that to yeah. this one case. And he's doing the right thing by going and attending and doing right by the American people. But at the same time, I don't want to spend a bunch of time doing it. I also know that you... There are some cases where you can't leave 
like they sequester you basically yeah. and you can't go home or anything. Yeah. It's Ima- crazy. Imagine being on a case like the Ted Bundy case and you have to go for a year and a half. <laughs> oh my God. That would get okay, exhausting, are, wouldn't it? Yeah, you're right. These are good. These are good points. And I know there's things you can do to get out of jury duty. There's excuses, but it sounds, it sounds very fascinating to me. Uh, so we asked on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning, you know, would you want to be picked for ju- jury duty? Maybe not. 75% said no, they would not <laughs> want to get picked for jury duty. Well, the jury has spoken. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Hannah. So I'm calling from Hannah's HR department at work and saying that she's being selfish about something. Hello. Hi, is this Hannah? Yes, speaking. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling on behalf of your HR department from your work. Yes, hi. How are you? I understand your workplace has donut Fridays. Donut Fridays, yeah. I have Uh video surveillance of you. Uh, You ate two donuts last Friday. Is that, is, yeah. Um, I see on the surveillance an original glazed and a jelly filled. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry, like, and I was just really hungry and, Am I in trouble? You are in trouble. So we're going to have to ask you to have a formal apology to your workplace. You can send an email by 12 o'clock today. Um, also, we're going to deduct $120 from your paycheck. Wait, what? $120? It counts as you a fine and a replacement for the donuts. It. I don't mind writing a letter, but I, I, why would you take money from my paycheck? I'm, I'm, it was an accident. I'm, I'm sorry. You get paid but- this Friday, correct? No, next Friday. Okay, well, anyways, $120 will be gone from that paycheck. So, you know, just budget a little bit better, okay? Wait, sir, sir. Can I, I want to, can can I have my supervisor call you? Because this doesn't even make sense. Uh, What did you say your name was? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. For making me laugh. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Oh, man, that's gross. That's gross. That's gross. That's so gross. That's gross. Hey, that's gross. Gross. You are right. That was gross. Have you ever devoured an insect by accident or maybe a wasn't an accident so i went on a bike ride at howarth park over the weekend and it was going great you know i could feel the breeze on my skin i was getting a good workout in then boom out of nowhere i just started choking why because a bug decided to make my throat its brand new home Ew! and uh, this has never happened to me before i immediately got off my bike kind of threw it down and i was like what Ew. <laughs> and I totally made a scene in the middle of Howarth Park. So if you saw a guy choking on a bug, that was me. Are you okay? I'm. I still have some like residue in my throat. Should we? T- should we put you in therapy for this? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm gonna need it. <laughs> I've definitely done it before. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially you know, I grew up fishing on a lake with my parents, and when you're riding in the boat, sometimes the fish just—I mean, a fish. <laughs> you got a fish stuck what in your if throat. A fish did- <laughs> Jumps out. That'd be, that'd be crazy. Yeah. You know, sometimes you get bugs that fly in your face, in your mouth, on your yeah. sunglasses. Whatever it is, it happens. It's not your fault. Maybe I need to go out in nature more often because if this is the first time 
this is happening to me, that's kind of sad. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I worry about you and nature. <laughs> I worry about you being in nature. You know, I wish that was the first time I've heard that sentence. <laughs> uh, Gabby from Santa Rosa, we understand that you accidentally swallowed an insect. What happened? I actually felt something in my mouth kind of crawling around, and I was like, what the heck is that? I spit it out, and it was one of those big, ginormous bumblebees, and oh. it stung me three times, and like I instantly like started swelling up. It was horrible, but I'm fine now, <laughs> and I know I'm allergic to bees, so... Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9. My question today is, how do moms do it? How do they do it? I talked to my cousin Jordan yesterday and we were kind of comparing our days and our weekends and I was, you know, complaining about how Oh, I had to do all the responsibilities today. I cooked, I cleaned, I took care of the dog. It was tough. I'm so tired. And she's like, yeah, I had two babies. They both were sick. They threw up everywhere. I cooked. I did this. And I was like, uh, uh, we're comparing <laughs> apples and oranges here. It puts things <laughs> in perspective a little <laughs> I bit. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. And I, I started thinking about what if I was a single mom? Yeah. Like, I do have a partner, uh, but, you know, he's he's traveling for work right now, so it is just me. And I'm just like, all I'm doing is taking care of myself and a dog. Yeah. So what's the, what's the issue here? Why am I complaining? <laughs> yeah, uh, I really respect single moms. I came from a single mom household. And honestly, I wish I could tell you how she did it. How did she do it? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it was truly a miracle that she was able to support two boys by herself. Um, and it, I'm so thankful for the experience. I mean, yeah. I'd wake up at, you know, the middle of the night and it would be one o'clock in the morning and she'd have her notepad at the kitchen table doing a budget to figure out how to make it work. And because we didn't have a ton of money either. And she just worked and grinded to make sure that my brother and I were okay. And I talked about it to her now and yeah. she just says, I had to do whatever it takes. I picked up second jobs, cleaning houses. I, I just had to do it. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I think about it every single day. I'm like, how am I going to manage my time? I, I don't. I think I have time for a kid right now. Yeah. I, I don't know how people do it. You know, it's, it's such an important part of people's lives to have children and to be a parent. And I just want to say kudos to all the mamas out there. Yeah. I, I really, truly don't know how you do it and how you get it all done. Uh, but we've got Madison from Santa Rosa on the phone. Madison, you want to share your hardest mom moment. What was your hardest mom moment? Tell us about that. I was in labor with my youngest one from Friday, a week before Christmas, okay? Whoa. So okay. the weekend before Christmas, I'm in labor for three days straight. Then it stopped. And then five days, then the next weekend, I'm in labor again, another three days before I had her. She's in labor for six days. Wow. I don't. I can't do it. <laughs> you guys aren't making this decision easy for me. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. It's time for Rideshare Price is Right. So ride-sharing like Uber and Lyft have made a major resurgence in Sonoma County this year. So we're going to test Amber and see if she can guess how expensive ride-sharing is right here in the Bay Area. 
Okay, do it, does it have to be exact dollar amount? What, mm-hmm. what are we doing here? No, so I'm going to give you a point A to point B, and Amber, you got to guess how much you'd pay. I'm also going to give you a time of day, and you you get it right if you get it like within a $10 range. Mm, okay. Uh, all right, you ready? I guess. Rideshare price is right. Here's number one. From Bennett Valley to 4th Street in Santa Rosa on a Monday at 5 p.m. I'm going to guess 15 bucks. That's right on the money. You're lying. $15.07. I can't believe I just got that right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm shook right now. Okay. Here's number two. Let's say you had a day of wine tasting at Coppola and Geyserville and you needed to go home in Petaluma on a Sunday afternoon. Oh my gosh. That's got to be like $35 or something. You know what? That's in the $10 range. $43.53? Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's expensive to it's go so take an Uber or Lyft. Expensive. We're playing the rideshare prices right. Here's scenario number three. It's Friday night at 11.30. You just watched Carrie Underwood perform at the Chase Center, and now you need a ride to Roner Park. Whoa. Very specific. From the Chase Center to Ronert Park. On a Friday night at 11.30. Oh my gosh. That's got to be like $75. A lot more. Are you ready for this? A hundred? A hundred and forty dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, that makes sense. Ooh. I, I, I undershot that one. All right, here we go. You live in the JC district in Santa Rosa, and you have a flight to the Sonoma County Airport at two o'clock on a Wednesday. Ten bucks. Twenty-four dollars and thirty cents. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. It, it's anytime I go to the airport, I'm like, oh man, this sucks. I should just park there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's the last situation. You live in Windsor and you want to go to Lagunitas in Petaluma, and this is on a Sunday afternoon. Um, twenty bucks. Thirty-six dollars ah. flat. <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy ninety-two point nine. Is it possible for a man and a woman to just be friends or will almost always someone catch some feelings? So George Clooney and Julie Roberts, they have a new movie out. It's called Ticket to Paradise. It opens in select theaters tonight and worldwide tomorrow. A lot of people are pretty excited to see George and Julie on screen together once again. Uh, (laughs) But the two are best friends in this movie, even though they're married to other people. Uh, so, Tanner, in reality, not in the movies, have you found it possible for men and women to be friends, like lifelong friends, without ever catching feelings? Absolutely. And I think you and I, Amber, are the results of that. Sure. You and I are good friends. You know, not only do we work together, but we're good friends outside the show. And a lot of people, when we started Amber and Tanner in the morning, were like, wait, you guys aren't a couple? We're like, no, <laughs> we're just friends. We, we view each other as siblings. <laughs> and I have a lot of friends that are girls that there are, is no relationship attached to it or any feelings like that attached to that it. That is a great point. Um, I think that for me, um, you and I are a testament to that. And many people that I've worked with over the years, I've been able to, you know, foster a friendship and a working relationship with. But guys I've been friends with always catch feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even even guys I'm friends with now, they had feelings at some point in my life. I think it's 
natural to some degree because I have had that with friends that are girls too where I thought it was one <laughs> thing, they thought it was another thing, and then yeah. you just have to have the awkward moment of like, whoa, bro, we're not dating. I, I know, yeah, it, it's tough, it, and it can happen. I think it can happen both ways. You can be lifelong friends and not have any feelings or maybe catch feelings for your best friend at some yeah. point. <laughs> Which can be very awkward. Uh, so you think it's possible. Absolutely. Almost always. And or? I would encourage it. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we've got Holly from Calistoga on the phone. So Holly, do you think it's possible for men and women to just be friends or no? Yes. I've had a uh, friend for over 22 years. Wow. We started being friends back in... I. I was in ninth grade, 10th uh, grade, and um, we just remained friends. We just, we consider each other brother and sister. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Apparently, TikTok is looking for their next artificial intelligence voice. So basically, you say a bunch of words into a microphone, send it to TikTok, and people can actually use your voice for their videos. It's kind of like a speech-to-text option. Think of it like Siri for social media. So right now on the show, Amber and I, we're going to have our very own audition, and we're going to say phrases and send us a DM to Instagram right now at Amber and Tanner in the morning for the official Amber and Tanner audition. So here are a bunch of AI phrases. Amber, you want to kick us off? Sure. Turn left on. <laughs> you win. <laughs> Turn left on Mendocino Avenue in six miles. Ooh, good one. Thanks. I feel like you're meant for this. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. What, uh, what about you? Let's hear yours. <clears throat> I know you have had a bunch of wine today. Maybe you need to head home. <laughs> How's that? Did I do good? That sounded like a dramatic movie. Ooh. Like you, or maybe you're the movie phone voice for it. I'm gonna try a different bunch of different voices and see what works out. This one's weird. Why did you give me this one? Okay. <laughs> the Webster Dictionary for glizzy is a slang term for hot dog. <laughs> All right, here's my next one. Goth Brooks is the goat. I don't care what anybody says. This next one messed up. This one's messed up. You're going to make me read this one? Oh, yeah. I'm going to make you say that one. <laughs> Allergic to soy? Guess what? You can never eat a donut again. <laughs> it's pretty good. I really think t TikTok should hit you up. All right. Here's my last one. Turn left on Farmer's Lane and arrive at Taco Bell. Why do you need Taco Bell again? Didn't you eat it yesterday? What is happening? <laughs> what is this voice you're doing? It's a British accent. It was not, Tanner. It was, it was simply not a British accent. Hello, <laughs> we're going to get some tea Hello, and go governor. down to the trolley, governor. <laughs> Again, who won the AI challenge? Chicken crumpets. <laughs> Vote on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. So do you have a strange allergy or any allergy that you want to share with us? In case you missed it, I've been trying to discover what I'm having an allergic reaction to for maybe the past year or so. I had to keep this food diary, had to cancel some things out, and I've been getting allergy tests and blood tests for a while now. Uh, so are you ready for the big reveal, Tanner? I am so ready. Okay. Drum roll, please. 
I am allergic to soy. Soy? Soy. Of all things in the world, soy? Yeah. It's, that's what's been causing all these issues for you? Yeah, and it's possible that I could have another allergy to something else that I've been having a reaction to, but I am definitely allergic to soy. And it's a very common allergy, mostly in children. And I told my doctor yesterday that I often feel like a child, so maybe <laughs> that has something to do with it. But, you know, like I said, it's a common allergy. Unfortunately, is it is in a lot of things. Uh, it, but also, fortunately, I won't go into anaphylactic shock if I have a soy. You'll just be have an upset stomach or something? Yeah, so I get uh, kind of uh, some, it's called um, angioedema. It's like a reaction in your skin and your stomach, and it's like a redness and swelling. So that's what I get. Okay. Soy, I don't even know. It, it's obvious that I have never looked into allergies <laughs> or anything like that because I don't read any ingredients ever. So soy's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, so it's from the soybean. Or, so have you ever ate edamame at a Japanese restaurant? Yeah, that's what it is, and it's in and that's oh. it, soybeans are in soy sauce and I mean, it, gosh, it's in everything. You gotta look. You gotta look at ingredients, and you'll see it may contain soy, and they have that because it's a common allergy. Now I'm really happy that you pinpointed this because I know this whole allergy fiasco has been yes. kept you really busy for the past year because you're just trying to identify why you're feeling bad. Exactly. Um, so I'm glad it happened. I've been really itchy for the past week, <laughs> but we're all good. So uh, Taylor, I know your brother had to go through this recently. What's yeah. a, what's the strange allergy that he has again? Grass. It was a grass. Yeah. My dude is allergic to grass. <laughs> and when you're allergic to something of natural elements, I feel awful because it's not like he can just avoid grass. If he's outside and walking by someone's lawn, he'll break out in hives. And he has to keep Benadryl on him all the time. Bless his heart. <laughs> yeah. Bless his heart, poor if thing. I, if he ever makes me mad, I'll roll him down a hill. <laughs> well, we've got Alana from Hillsburg on the phone. And Tanner, she told me before <laughs> before that she has a very strange allergy. So, Alana, reveal what your strange allergy is. I'm allergic to caterpillar hair. What? When I was a kid, I was like seven years old, and I let one crawl up my arm, and I started breaking out everywhere it had touched me. And so they took me to the doctor and took a magnifying glass to my skin, and you could see everywhere it had been on me. Like, you could see all the hair sticking out. I can't touch any of them, any of them with hair. I mean, I can touch, like, um, whatever those little fishing worms are. I can't remember what those are called. They almost look like a caterpillar. I can touch those, but I can't touch caterpillars with hair. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. What was your childhood collection? Do you still have it? So... My girlfriend and I last night were doing some fall cleaning, if that's a thing, (laughs) spring cleaning, but in the fall. And I opened up a chest and I found this giant bag of rocks. And I (laughs) learned that my girlfriend has kept her rock collection from childhood. Oh, was it like rocks that she picked up off the ground or something like that? Apparently so. It honestly was just a bag of rocks. No rocks looked unique in any sort of way. And so I was like, what is this and she goes that's my very special rock collection don't touch it (laughs) and i was like all right i I won't touch it i think it's a little strange that you still have this but you know what you do you yeah i mean i'm sure you've got some sentimental stuff right yeah definitely i have a vinyl record collection that's what i have (laughs) but when i was a kid i would have all these collections i so bad so badly wanted to have a collection and my mom you know (laughs) <laughs> said the collections are becoming too much because I had a soda cap collection. And she was like, that's weird. You you, you need to stop. What were you going to do with the soda caps? 
that's what my mom asked me. <laughs> and then nothing. Are they going to be worth something one day? They were just sitting in a drawer. <laughs> Honestly, eight-year-old me did not think it over. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, Amber, did you have any collections when you were a kid? Do you still have any of them? Or do you have a collection of any sort? I don't have any current collections uh, besides, like, maybe books and movies and things like that. Uh, but I also, I was very much like Cammy. I had a rock collection, but it was things like uh, precious gems, mostly like, you know, an amethyst. And my yeah. parents used to take me to the science store and they built a cabinet for me to put all my rocks in. It wasn't like rocks that I picked up off the ground, which to me is like a lot cuter. Right. I think that that is so precious that Cammy did that. Uh, I also had Beanie Babies like every kid. And, Worth so much money. <laughs> and Pokemon cards, you know, things like that. Yeah. I think that's pretty normal to have collections when you're a kid, right? So what I'm learning is possibly I need to build a cabinet for my girlfriend. Be like, here, I bu <laughs> built you a special rock cabinet. I don't see why not. If you get to have your vinyl record collection, why can't she have like a special display of her rocks? <laughs> I guess it's only fair. You have a very yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, even though I think having a rock collection now is a little strange. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Cammie, but a little strange. Oh. Uh, Eileen from Runner Park, what collection do you have? I have over 300 unicorns. They're all in my bedroom, so when you walk in my room, it's like working, walking into Alice in Wonderland with nothing but uniforms. Uh, okay. People think I'm crazy because I, they're supposedly a mythological deal, but I believe in unicorns. I don't care about anybody else. So. Okay. <laughs> like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever embarrassed yourself at the gym I destroyed another fingernail this week. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. So in case you missed it, I quite literally set one of my fingernails on fire this week. I was lighting a candle and I guess the fingernail polish I'm wearing is highly flammable. So that burst into flames. I'm okay. <laughs> my fingernail's not. Who knew that fingernail polish was flammable? It scared me. I, I will bet. not I don't need to be near any open flames that I'm done with that. <laughs> I typically use an electric lighter, but we didn't have one. Right. Um, and so yesterday I was working out. I was at the gym in my apartment complex and I was doing burpees and I snapped my other fingernail in half. Both thumbs are gone now. That's tough. I love how it's both of your thumbs. Why thumbs? <laughs> I look so dumb trying to give a thumbs up now. It's my go-to. And I, when did you get your nails done? It's pretty recent. No, it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But these are my real nails, so it hurt really oh, bad. Oh, okay. And like, <laughs> this one shot across the gym. It broke in half, shot across the gym. I looked for it. I could not find it, the other half of my fingernail. And there were two men in there, and I was just like, where's my fingernail? Did you take and one of them so, out? It's so embarrassing. No. <laughs> the fingernail goes flying. It didn't, hit, it didn't <laughs> injure anyone. It hit no one in the eye. Oh, that's good. Everyone was safe except my fingernail. Uh, but it was pretty embarrassing moment to have your fingernail fly off in the middle of the gym. Uh, Tanner, have you ever embarrassed yourself at a gym like this before? Yeah, you and I went to a high-intensity gym once, and I worked out like I did when I played high school football, but now I am very out of shape and a grown man, and I worked myself out too hard, and I got sick in front of the whole class. <laughs> <laughs> and I will never forget that. A very valuable lesson to learn. Yeah, there's there's some gyms like that where you have to just pace yourself. Yeah, and, and I did not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you did your best. That's all that matters. Uh, on the phone, we got Jamie from Roner Park. So, Jamie, you said that 
something embarrassing happened to you and a friend while you were working out? What happened? So we were we were training at the gym, and we were using like those big um, like exercise bands that have handles on either end. Yeah. And we were doing like an exercise as as partners. So each partner's on one end of the band, and you know you have your arms out, and your partner would you know pull on the end as kind of a core exercise. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing this with with my partner, and as she's pulling, the band snaps right in the middle, and coincidentally, our trainer is walking by right next to us, so the band snapped, and then it swung over and hit her in the face. Oh, no! And then we made sure the trainer was okay, but she started laughing right along with us, so she was okay, but it was just, we didn't know what to do except laugh. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9.